JM in the AM, Monday morning on a Rosh Chodesh morning at 20 minutes after 8 o'clock. And I have an opportunity to welcome some of our friends from Teaneck, New Jersey, into our studio. Apparently, Teaneck, New Jersey has a an election tomorrow. And uh, some people who are uh, familiar with government and leadership in Teaneck, New Jersey, uh, you will recognize these names. Uh, Councilman Mark Schwartz is here. Uh, some of you know him as Mendy Schwartz. Councilman, welcome to JM in the AM. Thank you. Thank you, Nachum. First time you're here or you've been here before? First time here. First time you're here. And uh, Councilman, would that yes. be... Councilman Mohammed Hamadudin is here, who has been an amazing friend that has been on this show before. And he is here as well this morning. Good morning to you. Good morning. How are you? Baruch Hashem. Doing well. Thank God. You guys had, and I by you guys, I mean really the uh, the city of Teaneck. What do we call it? A city, a town, a township? Township, township of Teaneck really had a, what I believe, if I have the story accurately, a uh, com- you were completely thrown for a loop over the Pesach holiday. Am I right that the passing of the mayor was sudden to everybody? Yes. It was a very uh, sudden. We knew she was sick, meaning she was just, um, you know, getting over uh, the flu, uh, but... Whatever happened, we didn't know. Uh, it was very sudden, and the family has kept it private, so we want to respect her their privacy. Right. But uh, we could we say were, her name, though, right? Yeah, Lizette Parker. Yeah. Lizette yeah. Parker, and, and she Parker. served in government for a long time. Yes, uh, since t- for ten years, two thousand six, she she was elected. Uh, Somebody you were friendly with, close yeah. with. I mean, we had a, even when we disagreed, we were always friends. We went to high school together, um, and you know, as after she became mayor, she really brought us together in ways. In the last eight years, we couldn't. We, we didn't have the opportunity to bring uh, to come together or things that I couldn't even do. Right. Uh, because of that, because she was such a trusted figure, you know, we, we got to bring in, you know, she actually got us to work together. Her first, you know, people ask this all the time when somebody passes away, was that person really a nice person or, right. was, uh, or, or was she what everybody says she was? And I say to everybody, her first act as, as mayor was bringing Dep- uh, Ellie Katz in as deputy mayor. Mm. And that brought us together in a way that allowed us to bring in zero percent budgets that allowed us to get development done. We brought in a hotel, uh, two new developments, things that we've been working on for ten years. She got us to the finish line. Unbelievable. Well, mm. uh, so that was sudden. That was uh, as you described it. And uh, now, what does that do in terms of the leadership in Teaneck, New Jersey? When does the mayor's seat? become filled at this point. Uh, July 1st, we'll have the council elections tomorrow. Uh, tomorrow, right. Three new seats will be chosen. On July 1st, we'll reorganize. So Ellie will remain the mayor until July 1st. July 1st, we'll reorganize, pick a new mayor, pick a new deputy mayor. Uh, so um, he's mayor now because of his uh, role as deputy mayor. As acting deputy, as act- right. deputy mayor, he becomes the acting mayor. And we have until Shlosham, ironically, to pick a, uh, a person for her seat. Right. And, and that's an, a, a council choice? It's a council choice as long as it's within the first 30 days. Right. And that'll be held that seat will be held by that position, that person, until November 8th when there will be a special election during the general elections to fill her seat. All right, so, and that's up to the people, of course. That's up, yeah. All right, so uh, assuming everything goes smoothly, mm-hmm. so to speak, all this should be hammered out in the next few weeks. Absolutely. And in addition to that, what's happening tomorrow essentially has very little to do with what's going to happen a month from now, right? Basically. Yes. I mean, people, people are choosing yeah. a council tomorrow mm-hmm. or yes. members of the yes. council right. tomorrow. Let me ask you a question, Mendy Schwartz. We have listeners all around the world. How would you describe the Jewish community of Teaneck, New Jersey, to people who are not familiar with it? I could I could attest to how vast it is, how influential it is, how it's really the hub of so many different types 
of uh, you know uh, uh, categories of the Jewish community. How would you describe it to people who have never been there? Well, as much as it's a serious question, many people answer that question with telling you how many restaurants right. there are. <laughs> that's that's, that's the one thing. On, that's the one thing on their mind. How many great <laughs> restaurants there are? It's it's really one of the one of the, one of the top. Jewish communities in the world, in my opinion, and it, I think, by far, is the leading modern Orthodox community in the world. And it's it's a community that is so, while yet so diverse, the the philosophy is very is, is so the same. We have approximately Muhammad. How many shuls do we have? It's seventeen. Seventeen shuls. All right, that's Muhammad. It's about seventeen shuls, and the differences amongst those seventeen are are so so small that it's just more geographical and not hashkafic based, not, not right. philosophical based. So it's, it's, it's really a great place to live. You know, having grown up in, in Muncie, uh, I went to Torah Academy. That was, that was my con- connection to Teaneck. I moved to, went to Torah Academy High School, TABC, and I never wanted to leave. You know, I was, this was where I wanted to go. And, a nice uh, hub. And that's where I stayed. Are you surprised that you've been so well received by so many different communities, including ours? Not really. I mean, I think in, in Teaneck especially, I think that uh, there's something in the water <laughs> where everybody's like an incubating uh, incubator of understanding. I think that people are different, and they're good people and bad people in all communities. And um, the Jewish community of Teaneck is no different. Um, and it's interesting because you know, like I, I had um, I had um, lunch with Rabbi Feldman uh, on Saturday, and the things that we were talking about were just mirror images of the Muslim community. Because I think the Muslim community is about maybe thirty, forty years behind where the modern uh, Orthodox community is right now. And a lot of the things that the modern Orthodox community has achieved, the Muslim community is aspiring to achieve those things. So, you know, as you know, I, you know, I went to Israel. I'm a Shalom Hartman fellow. Right. Uh, and a lot of the things, like people think that we're talking about Israel-Palestine, but we're really talking about intermarriage, good thing, bad thing. You know, how do you deal with X, Y, and Z? How do you deal with this? You know, how do you deal with women working in the workplace? Is it a good thing, or do, should they be home? How do you balance the two? How do you balance women's rights in, in, in the modern world? A lot of these different things that the, you know, we see ourselves as a mirror image of the Jewish community. Interesting. Do you think we're crazy? That's an unfair question. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's funny. It's, 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 I, I think that it's this. It's when you're from, you're, it, the grass is always greener on the other side. Right. So when you're part of it, you may look like, uh, oh, you know, we have only if there was Jewish unity, or only if we right. could get along, or only if we could. And we say the same things in our community, right. and, and it's it's like anything else. Once you get inside somebody's house, you see that it's, there's the same problems everywhere. Right. Understood. Uh, Councilman uh, Mendy Schwartz and Councilman Mohammed Hamadudin are both in our studio here at JM in the AM. Uh, tomorrow there is an election for um, uh, the council in Teaneck, New Jersey. Tonight at eight o'clock at the Doghouse in Teaneck. Uh, there'll be a get-out-the-vote rally. You're anticipating, you told me off the air, a diverse crowd at that celebration. Yeah, I mean, we're very excited about the people who are hosting it. Uh, historically, you know, there there weren't uh, this kind of camaraderie during an election where you have this kind of leadership all together uh, supporting Mendy, myself. Uh, there's another gentleman named Dr. Pruitt who's on, on, on the invitation. And it's it's been a tremendous way of us all coming together. Uh, and when that happens, there's nothing we can't accomplish, I think. How do people vote tomorrow? Uh, so how do they vote? 6 a.m. to 8 p.m. the polls are open. Oh, it's a real full-length it's, day. It's a, full, oh. it's a full-long day. It's New Jersey. Vote yeah. early, vote often. I assume it's the <laughs> only elections on the ballot, is council? It, the only elections on yeah. the ballot, yes. Does and this tend to get a big turnout or not, relatively speaking? The 
the opportunity for turnout is huge because it's the only item on the on the ballot. Um, historically, people may not want to come out. Right. They need to come out. We we have the numbers. The community has the numbers. We know there's other communities in New Jersey that have different voting days that really come out and get out the vote, whether it be uh, in Lakewood or Passaic. Teaneck people have the opportunity to hear the voices if they come out. Has it happened before? Have there been elections with only council on the ballot where you've seen a nice turnout in Teaneck? Oh, we see. We saw great turnouts in 2006. Oh, we good. 2008, 2008 when Muhammad was elected, 2010, 2012 when I was elected. But then 2014 came, and uh, Councilman Yitz Sturt and Councilman Adam Gustin uh, were running, and Yitz lost by approximately 45 votes. 45 votes is... Right. It's a, a, it's a block in Teaneck that people didn't come out from. A drop more on the turnout, and, and it would have been different. And, and it's important. I mean, people don't understand what the council does. And I just want to give an example. We were talking about Torah Academy before. When Torah Academy and Maya Note, the summer later, when they're doing their expansions, and they need their work done during the summer, and they need to open up before the school year, they turn to us and say, we've got to get this done. We can't have a building inspector come out the week before and say, fix this and call me in three weeks. Right. So we had the building department bring people down there and watch it. Get it done, fix a problem on the spot, and get these schools open. And that's really important when you have community leadership helps take care of the community issues. Two great facilities, meanwhile, huh? Absolutely. To say the least. Uh, Mohammed, you pointed out that this, uh, this entire effort has united three communities. Uh, what do you mean by that? No, I think you know the Muslim community, the Jewish community, and the African-American community uh, really, Lizette, we all coalesce behind her. Uh, she brought everybody to the table. Uh, she, as I said uh, many times since her passing, she had an ability to make people trust you, like the an intuition. Mayor. Yes, right. she had like an intuition. Like we can all say that we trust somebody, maybe five people or six. She was on everybody's list. So when she brought, you know, when she did that, uh, made uh, LA deputy mayor. Uh, when she brings people to a table and say, hey, it's going to be okay, everybody trusted her to do the right thing. And she really brought us together in a way that you can see it, like, you know, people who are doing robocalls for all three of us, for people who are doing, um, you know, get out the vote issues, people who are endorsing us. You know, we just had a, a, a rally uh, on Saturday. Uh, on, on Saturday, mm -hmm. uh, 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 Mendy couldn't be there be because of uh, Shabbos. But on, it was people that you would normally, it's like, you know, Hatfields and McCoys that you would never <laughs> see together supporting the same candidate. Marching down Teaneck yeah, Road. Marching down Teaneck Road. Schwarzman you know, Schwarzman <laughs> signs and Pruitt signs. Uh, Jewish kids, African Americans, Muslim kids all walking down saying, you know, these are our guys. These are the ones who care about our future. Uh, these are the ones who have a history of volunteerism in Teaneck. Um, and that's one of the things, like, you know, like, uh, you know, one of the things during elections, I think everybody will always have uh, opposing points of view and opposing spin. But at the end of the day, you look at, okay, what has this person done and where has this person volunteered? Right. And, and, you know, Mendy, myself, and Dr. Pruitt, we have, you know, 15, 20 years of volunteer experience of people that we've worked with in TNEC. You may not agree with what we've done or whatever, but we have experience. Where our opponents have zero. Understood. Uh, taxes and development seem to always be the two biggest issues when it comes to our communities. How are we standing on both? Uh, the last two years, we've had a zero tax increase on, on the township side. Uh, that's obviously important. Uh, keeping that tax rate at that zero, which is our goal, that increase at, at zero, is where the development comes in. We also want to keep people living in Teaneck. And, we, and they're, they're, unlike other communities, Teaneck does not have uh, newer ap apartments for people to age in place, to sell that four or five bedroom home and to live in Teaneck. They'll go to Israel, they'll go to Florida, they'll go to Fort Lee. So last about four or five years ago, we started this push for development that's finally coming to fruition where we're seeing projects in the ground, projects coming to a, a, 
for approval that will create hundreds of new apartments that will enable our people who have raised their families and now looking to their next stage of life to keep presence in Teaneck. And that's what we're hoping for. Not only keep the presence in Teaneck, but bring in millions upon millions of revenue to help stabilize that tax rate, that tax increase at zero for the years to come. All right. And that's all part of the team's uh, pledge. One hundred. Absolutely. All right. The team is, just remind our audience in Teaneck one more time, the team is? Line two, Hamadudin. Line three, Schwartz. And line seven, Henry Pruitt. Those are the three that you're with. Yes. Well, you know what I mean. That's two others <laughs> that you're with. <laughs> Anything else you want to add, gentlemen, about tomorrow's big day in Teaneck, New Jersey? I just think that, you know, look, if you're listening, please go out and vote. Even if you don't vote for us, we'd like you to, but make sure you go out and vote. As we, as, as Mar, uh, Mendy said before, you know, Yitzstern lost by 45 votes. Every vote counts. It certainly does, and it's an election year, and I mean that uh, in every way, shape, and form. It's amazing what's going on. Are you watching the national election with great interest? Yeah, I mean it's. Uh, <laughs> I mean it's it's literally a a, a sideshow. I, I cannot believe that these are our choices. Um, but it's interesting that it's also like you see it in Teaneck sometimes. It's like people are angry. People want uh, government to work. Now I I, I have a different I have a different tend of, of looking at it is, is that you know you're not bringing advanced manufacturing back to the United States of America and the people who are being left behind are the people who are not transitioning from um, manufacturing to the service industry and that's where government is failing is trying to figure out how do you get those people to to move into the the service industry or you know like jobs that you're never going to outsource if I had to do it all over again I'd become a plumber you know (laughs) you're never going to outsource that job so I think that that in terms with what people are feeling and consumer confidence is what's driving the anger. It's funny because on both sides they're doing they're trying to convince the manufacturing industry that there that there is potential that there is hope, and advanced manufacturing yes, widget manufacturing no. Right. I mean the complications like you know when you say car- carrier leaves Ohio and you know it's seven dollars an hour here and thirty three dollars an hour here and you're going to put a tariff on there, well that sends ripples through the financial markets that just doesn't work. And that's the thing, you know, like Wall Street gets a bad rap, uh, and, and in certain instances it should. But people need to understand what a consumer macroeconomics is. You need more money into the comp- country, you leverage up from the Fed, it gets spread around, that's where the trade imbalance comes in, and it's very complicated stuff. So, so I think that, you know, like it doesn't help when all our leaders are doing is attacking each other. Mm. That is one of the cases that uh, I think that uh, that really hurts our country. And then look, if they all three want to do something that I believe, and, and people will disagree with me, but I think if you get rid of the Bush-era tax cuts, you eliminate defen- de- uh, deficit spending on the federal level, which at least takes that issue away, right? I mean, okay, so you're looking at me like I'm... Well, because no, no, I'm not sure you're yeah. right, but... <laughs> I, I, look, I think that... It, okay, f- fair enough, but I, I would... You know, is, is, if, if that defense spend I mean if deficit spending is a problem right and you can either take the Niall Ferguson point of view or you can take the Paul Krugman point of view and as I always say somewhere between Milton Friedman economics and Noam Chomsky there has to be a happy medium and that's where the rest that's where the country is but our leaders don't get there because I think that one of the things the most active parts of of our society are the fringes right and we see this in our election Mm -hmm. right? right it's literally our opposition is about 25 30 people who know how to uh, get things out in the press and change public opinion. Right. And then next thing you know, you know, like Mayhem Bendy are the worst things since, uh, <laughs> since the worse. measles. You know, so and if there's anything we're watching now nationally is a movement of almost, I would say, 
a movement of every candidate to the extreme yeah. in some way, or at least trying to appeal to the extremes, right? Yeah, I mean, I mean, Bernie Sanders is pushing Hillary right. far and far over to the left, right. where if you really talk to most Democrats, she's center-right on, right. on a lot of or issues. Or should be, right. You know, where, where, where she is. Um, so I don't know what's going to happen. All right. I know is that it's it's very entertaining and sometimes sad. But <laughs> it's a shame that this has to be the entertainment. Um, but well. I, I don't... I, if you would have asked me a year ago if Donald Trump would be the Republican uh, nominee for president, I would say, I, and I said it to, I said it to, I, I remember I said it to one of our uh, uh, residents, Henry Frisch. I was just like, no, this is just like that pizza guy. Remember when in the summer when he was, yeah. I forgot his name, you yeah. know, he was leading in the polls and then he dropped off, and I thought Donald Trump would have him the same way, but there's a lot of uh, distrust of government. There's a lot of anger in government. Yeah. But if you, you know, there's a lot of desperation among the people. You know, and, and the thing that I, I always point to is I think one of the most intelligent people that I've ever watched on TV was uh, Robert Gates, the former mm, defense secretary. Sure. And, you know, when he gets on TV, he, he says things that are, you know, government is not a business and it cannot run like a business. And if you want it to run like a business, you're going to be disappointed. It is an inefficient system. The question comes down to is how do you take that inefficient system and make it work the best way possible as for people as efficiently as possible yeah right. as efficiently as possible and you know and he says it you know he, he says it it's a skill set it's not it's not a dictatorial place where you can right. walk in and say you know what i'm we, we how many times when we when we got on council we thought we were going to come in oh we're going to cut the budget what are we going to do we're going to reduce the labor force hey guess what you can't right why you need the people you need the services no no you can't yeah, as even well. if i let's say you need the services and right. you need the people i still can't if I want to lay off people by civil service, I have to put together a plan. Right. And then I give it to the state. The state <laughs> either approves it or disapproves it. Now, guess what? Even if they prove it, the union is allowed to come back with an alternative plan. And then it comes to like some hybrid thing that you mix up and you spend more money on legal. Sounds bureaucratic. Than, uh, Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Slightly. Well said, Councilman. My thanks to both uh, Councilman Mark Mendy Schwartz and Councilman Mohammed Hamadudin. They are going to be there tonight at the Doghouse in Teaneck, New Jersey. The Get Out the Vote rally begins at 8 p.m. Tomorrow is Election Day. Wishing luck, of course, to everybody. Malcolm, thank yeah. you very much. Thank you so much. Pleasure. More coming up. You're listening to a Monday morning broadcast at JM in the AM.